Okay, so yeah, I'll give a three point. Ah! Oh. Did you just fall? Did you roll off the couch? <laughs> I dropped my phone. My phone almost fell off the couch. Hello, Instagram people. Instagram people. <laughs> what if they're not Instagram people? What if they're Facebook people, Twitter people? I mean, pod internet people. Internet podcast people. Oh, getting very specific. I'm tired. We'll wake up. It is a gloomy Saturday afternoon. It was my mother's birthday yesterday, so. You turned up. Stayed up late partying Ooh. and drinking. So that being said, I actually do not have a cocktail this time while we're recording. Because you're hungover. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're supposed to get the hair of the dog. Oh no, I don't have any liquor here. All I have is wine. You should have brought home an extra cocktail from yesterday and then kept it for today. There was one in the fridge at her house and she, cause I didn't finish my drink from last night. And she was like, whose drink is this? Do they want it? And I was just like, oh, it's mine. I was like, I did want it, but, and she was like, toss it. And I said, yeah, toss it. <laughs> so she tossed it out. Mm-hmm. So I, to go cup. I'm drinking a caramel protein shake with some espresso in my Pennywise cup. How cute. And some water. Some water. Yeah. What are you drinking? I am drinking water and another one of those Trulies from last week. That's oh. what it's called. It is an orange peach fizz. Oh, so Elena has a drink and I don't? Yeah, because it's open yesterday. Because what? It's open from yesterday and finish it. Oh. Yeah. So only a minor plot twist. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Um, (laughs) What are you doing? That's just my face. All right. Well, we're ready to dive into the shows already. Do we have anything else to talk about? Um... No, no, we don't. I feel like I haven't spoken to you really this week because you disappeared on me. I kept thinking you were kidnapped or something. I was so scared. Oh, <laughs> living life. <laughs> out here living life. Without me? And I was doing fun things. Just life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, life is getting to me too. very hardly I um started an endeavor an endeavor yes I did something on my phone sounds juicy there's no fun details to share just yet well I'm sure there will be but keep listening and you can hear more about my new endeavor in life (laughs) endeavor yes oh I learned yesterday too that endeavor is only spelled o-u-r if you're um from Canada or British 
Oh, and then there's no you otherwise. Oh. Yeah, it's just O R S. Yeah, I always thought it was O U, but it's not. Those darn Canadians. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, I guess we can discuss our new show since it's the finale of Girl from Plainville. We'll save that for last. Oh, all right. <laughs> so we started the actual documentary of the staircase yeah and it was weird seeing Sophie's name at the top because it was like edited by and then I was like Uh oh "Oh, I know her (laughs) I didn't even pay attention to the credits (laughs) it just like because when that part was on I wasn't paying super attention but I just happened to look up at that point when her name was on screen and I was like oh that's funny (laughs) Um, well, at least she'd got to do something that was good. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first thing I wanted to say about it is the casting for the dramatized version was on point. Yeah, they did a really good job. Everyone looked like them, hair was like them, voices yeah. were like almost perfect. Yes. Uh, Mike Peterson was correct in saying that uh, Colin Firth got his voice down. Like there was points where I was looking down at my phone or doing something and I was just like listening and I just kept picturing Colin Firth (laughs) because I was like, oh my gosh, it sounds just like him. It's so weird. Yeah, they're the same person. There are times when um, the real Michael had his back turned to the camera and was talking and I was like, oh, sounds like him. Yeah. I could have just like, I was picturing both scenes because they had one like that with Colin Firth and it was the exact same. Yes. Um, and Martha, did I tell you she looks just like the actress? Does she? I think she does. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um Margaret, Sophie Turner doesn't look like her so much, but her mannerisms and stuff, she copied the real Margaret like perfectly. Yeah. Like, she the way was- she moved her mouth and stuff. Yeah, she was probably the one who looked the least like her counterpart. Yeah. Well, I think um, not Todd Peterson, but the other one, the older son. I don't think he really looked like. Oh him. yeah, the sons. I don't think either one of the sons looked too much like their actor people. Yeah. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I will say. I think this is why I never finished the documentary to begin with because I started this documentary like years ago. It's so slow and so boring. Oh yeah, it's very boring. (laughs) (laughs) And also it's 13 episodes and I'm like, it totally could be shorter. just like the TV show. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what are they going to do? So we'll get... We'll see. Hopefully, it'll get better after a few episodes. If not, we might have to axe this one. <laughs> well, I'm hoping at least that we learn stuff that wasn't in the dramatized TV show. Yeah, that's what I hope to get out of it. If nothing else, <laughs> if not yeah. fun, then just new information. Yeah, but I also just like how I hated to watch the scenes of Kathleen falling down the stairs in the oh did you cover your eyeballs again 
I didn't cover my eyeballs, but I'm like really tired of seeing the crime scene photos and her very, very extremely bloody sweatpants. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm like, okay, we get it. There's lots of blood. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know how um, much of like her face and her body they were going to show, but there was at least one photo where you could see her face, but it was kind of far away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the scene when Mike Peterson found out that that guy, now I'm drawing a blank on his name, um, the one that ended up getting murdered. Yeah. Towards the dramatized version when he said that he had a sexual relationship yeah. with yeah. him. And he was like, well, where did this take place? <laughs> <laughs> did he did he say where the supposed love affair took place? I don't know about um Michael Peterson but I think Colin Firth did a really good job yeah he did <laughs> I mean I think he just doesn't think he's that boring and honestly I don't know if I really think that Colin Firth was a boring like character he was just an old white man to me yeah <laughs> like, yeah he just seemed normal it didn't seem like yeah. some extra boring person and so does Michael he just seems like a normal like middle-aged white man yeah um oh that was the other casting I just remembered the uh lady that worked for the uh prosecutor prosecuting attorney's office that with the black hair yeah that actress looked just like her too yeah yeah definitely as soon as she came on screen I was like oh, it's the same yeah. woman <laughs> yeah it is <laughs> one thing um, I do want to say is I think that um her in particular and a couple like I think a couple of the officers when they would talk about um, Michael's homosexual excursions, they you could tell that they weren't necessarily like in agreement with it, but they talked about it in a nice way. And I was surprised that it wasn't more vulgar and like upset um, as they were speaking about it. Yeah. Um. Because I think that probably had to do with it being a documentary and going on TV. They made sure they were like more politically correct than usual. Yes, yes. <laughs> that was the term I was about to use, that <laughs> political correctness. Um, so yeah, this one or these two episodes was mostly just the opener. So we got that where he like walked them through the house and showed them what happened. And then it's, you know, the round, the round table yeah. of lawyers trying to figure out uh what they could work with for the trial yeah they were really um, trying really hard too to like figure out ways where he couldn't have done this yeah it was interesting to watch because I've never obviously sat in on a like murder trial case like that right um but I thought it was weird how they were doing it like in the home yeah I and thought not, weird like that, in an like, office <laughs> I, I mean, I guess maybe they, because it was a home and I guess Michael wanted to stay living there, it was easier to like go back to the the scene of the crime. Yeah. Instead of like having to get up and move everything every time. But the way Michael was describing everything wasn't like his wife had just died a few weeks ago or whatever. Yeah. He was very nonchalant about it and calm and just like, oh yeah, just, you know, she went inside and you know, I, I don't think I said anything special. You know, I didn't know this was the last time I was going to see her. And yeah. It's just like the way he was describing everything. 
like the whole night didn't seem like a grieving husband it was weird yeah I mean everyone grieves differently but that was very weird he didn't seem upset at all it was like he's just telling a bedtime story yeah yeah (laughs) yeah he he's an interesting character that's for sure yeah um and and these keep popping up in my head the the actor that played the lawyer looked just like him too he did I was like these are just everybody's doppelgangers I wonder I haven't looked at the actors like in their regular hair and clothes but yeah. I wanted to see how much they actually changed them to look like them or if they just found them on the street and like you look just like them can you act right. <laughs> um yeah I I don't know oh and then it was also from the first two episodes we went from Caitlin being sided with her family to begin with to already switching to the quote unquote other side yeah that was pretty fast they were like and Kathleen's daughter now thinks that it was a murder and I was like oh okay yes she does you're right (laughs) yeah yeah um did they show anything about the sisters yet um no they just did like that short interview with them in the beginning just like talking about their relationship with Michael but they haven't gone into their past or anything like that with their parents Okay, so is there anything else for these first two episodes here? Um, I don't think so, but I don't think that um, Michael makes himself look very good in this part of the documentary. <laughs> no, he does not. <laughs> I agree. He I can tell. Uh, like he cares. He does not care whatsoever. He just has no care. It's just like a regular Tuesday. Like he just seems so happy to be making a documentary. And I'm like, dude, your wife is dead. That's why yeah. they're here. Yeah, they're trying to prove your innocence. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't trust him. <laughs> okay, well, that was short. Should we move on <laughs> to, yeah. to the girl? Well, you feel like you're about to say something else. I was going to say, even though the episodes are 45 minutes, they went by pretty quickly. That was yeah, cool. they did. I wasn't bored for too long. Yeah, so hopefully the rest of them are still, you know, 30, 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, okay, so finale of yes. Girls Playing Val. Yes. Um, I actually liked these episodes. Yeah, I was about to say, I think they were actually pretty interesting. (laughs) (laughs) They were good. Um, We had the end of the trial where she was found guilty. Yeah, guilty. I liked that part. It was great. (laughs) She did not testify at the trial. They would have torn her apart. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um again the two episodes they were really good but they're smushed together in my head yeah I think the first episode was a lot of the acting out of their text messages again yeah because at some points I I would like look down and look back up and Conrad was on the screen or Coco and I would have to try to figure out if he's alive or not yeah (laughs) because it's so confusing (laughs) 
<laughs> he just all of a sudden it's on the screen but then eventually it'll go back to her looking at her phone and texting and I'm like oh okay yeah this didn't happen yeah so they did show a lot of like the correspondence of how he wanted to die mm-hmm. and the way they portrayed it almost made it seem like I mean she was a young like high schooler teenage girl and yeah she's not you know as mature she's naive and I feel like I don't and I don't think Coco did it on purpose but I think he kind of manipulated her a little bit and yeah she like was influenced by him wanting to do that and I do think she actually thought that she was helping him I mean I could see her thinking that she's helping him I a lot of what I saw was like her her trying to give advice for him to like actually do it like giving him different methods kind of seemed like she was getting annoyed that he kept saying he wanted to kill himself and then not actually doing it so she's like here well these are your options if you really want to do it go do it because she was tired of talking about it yeah which I think is what an immature child (laughs) would do which is what she is yeah which is why she she would be like oh I didn't really think you were going to do it when she was like talking to fake Conrad because she just wanted to shut up about it yeah so I think she did deserve the jail time that she got um but I feel like the show almost made me like hate her less and that's not to say that she didn't deserve to go to jail. I'd still think she did. Yeah. But it made her seem like less of a villain. And not not more of a victim, but just less of a villain than how I pictured her before. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't malicious. Like, I don't know if she intentionally thought like, oh, I'm going to say these words and hopefully he'll kill himself. Yeah. But I do think she just took it too far when she told him to get back in the truck yes because again I don't think he she thought he was actually going to do it yeah and then when he didn't text back she was like oh shit yeah um and I so I did not like the you know singing and dance number that they had between each other (laughs) the part where her which she imagined this part too but when her sister called her on stage I was trying to figure out for the longest time if that was happening yeah (laughs) and I was like that I still was not a huge fan of but I hated it less than her (laughs) and Conrad singing and stuff with each other but I actually liked the Christmas bar part that was like I did like the Christmas bar part yeah I was uh, with the singing part I was just like trying to figure out if it was real because I was like if it was real someone would have stopped them by now because they're like taunting her in the middle of the aisle at their yeah. concert. Like someone would have stopped them. This can't be real. And then it wasn't real. And I was like, oh, okay, she's just imagining. Yeah. Yeah. When she, I already thought it was fake when her sister told her to, like when her sister said, I have the song for Michelle because her sister didn't like her yeah. <laughs> at, that, at that point. And yeah. so I was like, I was like, this is either not real or she's about to do something mean because- yeah there's no way she would just be doing that just out of the goodness of her heart yeah it had Uh, to be something mean coming (laughs) yes so then when she got up there and started singing and then as soon as I heard the word um flea bag or whatever it was 
I was like, why is Michelle smiling? Like, that's a good thing. I'm so confused. Why? I was like, maybe that's like a term, like a term of endearment that I don't know about anymore. Um, yeah, like I was trying to figure out what the song was because I only know the chorus of that song. I don't actually know the song. So yeah. when they were singing it in the beginning, I was like, okay, maybe it's a good song. I don't know. And then they get to the chorus. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Um, and then when this, they were like surrounding her and the sister was like making yeah. like those mean faces and stuff. I was, I was like, like oh, not totally a dream. there's no way. Uh, there's no way her dad would let her still be sitting down there. Yeah. Um, but the Christmas bar part I liked. And I will say at the very end where she like sees him at the car and stuff and he's talking to her like mm-hmm when she was like don't listen to me don't get back in the car and she like broke down crying I actually started crying I did it (laughs) I was like I wonder if she I mean because that part is probably definitely dramatized like her actual emotions um because I don't think the real Michelle Carter had any input on the show at all um yeah I doubt it but if she actually felt that way and like had remorse and felt bad then I'm like that made her seem a little bit more human and it made me cry because I was like yeah you better feel bad (laughs) yeah I mean I'm sure that's probably close to how she felt the moment she realized he's not texting her back yeah but you know he said it and he did it so yeah she probably at first thought it was another time where he quote unquote fell asleep or just whatever doing whatever he was doing and then he was going to text her back eventually yeah and probably after I don't know maybe the next day when he still hadn't texted her back she was like oh shit yeah or she might have thought like he'll get back or he got back in the car but he's going to get out again because he was so scared before yeah yeah mm-hmm. so I mean it was a whole fucked up case it's still very fucked up but the ending of the show like made up for (laughs) some of the annoyingness of the middle yeah and I didn't know she spent less than a year in jail because I hadn't paid attention to like when she got out before yeah yeah she was only sentenced to 15 months and then got out early yeah I think she got out in like 11 10 or 11 months yeah good behavior yeah I could I could see her probably just being very like quiet into herself. Yeah. I mean, she's not like a criminal. (laughs) She made a mistake. So I don't see her doing anything in jail anyway that would get her into trouble in the first place. Yeah. I do wonder like, was she like picked on and bullied and stuff in there or if people just kind of left her alone too? Yeah. I could see both either way. They're like, oh, she's young. She, you know, did this thing we're just gonna leave her alone or they're gonna pick on her because she's young and tiny yeah so um we'll never know because we don't get to talk to her (laughs) and then the um that hairdresser Mm -hmm. who didn't realize it was her yeah at first and then finally did yeah that was really awkward she couldn't have known it was her so so, she has such that distinct eyebrows with her hair <laughs> like because she had already gone through the trial at that point she still had the longer hair because it's when she cut it yeah. blonde 
which I thought they were going to recreate the mugshot of her when she's got the khaki like jacket with the turtleneck and the hair that's really short yeah because she had that out she had that outfit on it was at her sentencing Mm -hmm. but then and they it seemed like they were gonna recreate that picture like have her go into the room to take the picture or whatever but then they never did yeah they probably thought it was unnecessary yeah but she uh, l fanning again you know had her her little sway walk down the whole time <laughs> yeah she did a really good job yeah the actors in this work were pretty good yeah okay so before we get into our ratings is there anything else you want to add about the show oh, i don't think so Okay. All right. So, what are your chef's kiss, or what is your chef's kiss rating? Um, I think I might give it a. (laughs) I don't know. I'm between like a three and a half and a four. We're going to say three and a half. Okay. I'm going to give it. See, I liked it better than the staircase. And I gave the staircase a three and a half, but I also don't think I liked it enough to give it a four. Yeah. And I gave the staircase a 3.7. So (laughs) (laughs) I liked it 0.2 less. Well, then I'll give it a 3.7 because I liked it better than the staircase, but not definitely not enough for a four. Okay. That works. Okay. Um, okay. So, yeah, I'll give it a three point. Ah! Oh. Did you just fall? Did you roll off the couch? <laughs> I dropped my phone. My phone almost fell off the couch. Um, okay. So, I'll give it a 3.7 chef's kiss. And then um, the snack that we thought would pair perfectly oh, with no. is tacos with lots of guaco <laughs> don't shake your head at me you know that's good uh, yes because he'd never had guac before which yes. just like his mother I was flabbergasted <laughs> yes um so yeah we think you should make some tacos or j- even just some guacamole to enjoy yeah. this show. Guac. Get some guac and some queso. Dip your chips. Dip away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, just like how we did with the staircase, we are going to watch the real documentary yeah. of... Um, this case, which is on HBO Max, right? Or is I it? Think so. That's what you told me last time. So we're gonna go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's on HBO Max, and we're just gonna do one episode. Uh, because I think each is like over an hour. So, um, we'll do one episode. We'll do the first episode of that documentary, and it's called "I Love You Now Die." Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, original. 
Um, so I love you now die episode one and then two more episodes of the staircase documentary is your homework for next week yes I think I think this doc will be less boring than the staircase doc yeah I think so too so fingers crossed everyone (laughs) um all right, are we ready for a papa culture? Yes, I am. <laughs> um, okay, well, in Kardashian news, um, Kim walked and the Balenciaga. Um, there is a bird tweeting in my backyard and it's so annoying. Like that? No, it's like, I need to go find it and make it fly away. What if they're having sex? What if that's the noise they're making? Gross. And you're ruining their pleasure by trying to make them stop. There was one time two cats having sex in my backyard. You saw them? Yeah, I saw them. They're like in the middle of the yard. Gosh, get a room. (laughs) Well, and then I like knocked on the window and they stopped and looked over at me. Yeah, they're like, ma'am, hello. <laughs> and then they started doing it again. And I was like, no. And so I kept knocking on the window. Yeah, like, finally, we're fornicating. We're trying to make babies. You're bothering us. <laughs> they There needs to be no more sewer cats over here, okay? I have a plenty. But they're so and cute. So, and so then um, the girl, but I'm assuming it's the girl, she ran away. <laughs> and then he you chased her. her. <laughs> her so fast (laughs) he was like I wasn't done with that pussy (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) um but anyways back in the (laughs) Kardashian news yeah Kim walked in the Balenciaga show and fashion week um apparently Travis had pancreatitis not appendicitis um and Tristan is trying to win Chloe back and she's dating some uh mystery man some oh she dating yeah some some financial investor a normal that's why he wants her back because she's trying to be happy with her fucking life (laughs) yeah stupid exactly um and then there was a source that said he's just busy partying and flirting but that's nothing new and we were like yeah exactly yeah just like Kim said after he dogged her she does not need to go back to him yeah no not again that sound on TikTok cracks you up yes <laughs> like you did not have to go that hard you could have left that alone yeah <laughs> she could yeah, have. No. <laughs> um do you have any other fun or I guess we could talk about how Biden signed an executive order when it comes to the whole yeah. women's reproductive rights thing. Yeah. I saw something that said he's trying to make it to where if you get an abortion, the punishments are less severe. Um, but I haven't really read into his actual executive order and what it will do to help. Yeah, I haven't read it. I haven't read up on it yet to be a hundred percent informed but I did see that he signed 
an executive order pertaining yeah. to that. And there were some comments on Instagram of people bringing up how as early as 2006, he was against abortion. And they're like, I wonder why he changed his mind now. It's like, whether, it doesn't matter why he changed his mind, the fact that he did and he realizes that there are other people in the world besides him yeah. who have to make these types of decisions. I don't really care why he changed his mind. It could just be for political, for his political life, but that still helps us. So exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, maybe we'll have some more reading up on that for next week so we can get more into it. But yeah. we're in the same stance that we've been the last couple weeks and um you know read up on what you can do in your state to help yes. and um so I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw two things that are not happy news but I have other happy news that we'll get into it so one I saw that uh Nikki Minaj's husband was sentenced to a year um, for not registering as a sex offender. Oh, no. Um, I also heard that they're not technically married, but I don't know if that's true or not. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't approve of her husband, but whatever, she's happy, I guess. <laughs> but um, the other thing I read is that I didn't hear about this case at all. Maybe you did, but apparently there's a lady who um, strangled her a lover during sex before dismembering him <gasps> no yeah but apparently she <laughs> apparently she pled not guilty what I don't understand how like how that's possible how are you not guilty if you they can tell you had sex with him and you strangled him and you dismembered him how are you not guilty well people um plead not guilty all the time when they're very much guilty <laughs> I know but like I don't know how she thinks she's gonna get out of it though by getting a trial like what could you possibly say like I dismembered him because like I, I don't even have a, a reason there's no reason you're crazy yeah oh my gosh no <laughs> unless I they're fighting during that. sex like I don't understand how that happens yeah I don't know and then dismembering is too far <laughs> Unless she, like, tries to claim that he was assaulting her or something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, she could claim that. But then, like, dismembering is just, like, overkill. Like, he would have been dead after a certain point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I read that. And I, I just find that she pled not guilty. It's very funny. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. For sure. Um, but the fun news is that I started watching Buckhead Shore there I did not realize that it had been on for an entire month there were four episodes that I hadn't seen oh my gosh I watched three of them um but I was watching the first like 20 minutes of the first episode and I was like who's this white boy he looks very familiar where have I seen him at he had to like been on a reality show or something but I was thinking some like love interest reality show type thing because was it the one the, with the chicken necklace yes Yes, that's the one that I was talking about last time that I was like, he looks so familiar. Have I met him before? Yeah, but he's uh, Chase Chrisley's best friend. That's um, where I've seen him. I knew it. But I also did not know that his family owns Zaxby's and that's why he wears that chicken necklace. I don't See, know anything the, about his family. 
the little preview I saw, it said something about his family with something with chickens, but I don't think they mentioned it in that preview that it was Zaxby's. Yeah. So I don't think I knew that either. Yeah, that's what they own. And then there's a black guy on there who his father opened Magic City. So he like owns the strip club. And there was a scene in, I think, episode three where his dad was thinking of selling Magic City because he didn't want... (laughs) He didn't want to give it to his kids because he was afraid they would mess it up and then wouldn't have any money. Oh, Um, no. But then the son who's on the show was like, no, you can't sell this. Like, what am I going to do if you sell Magic City? Like, Magic City's my life. (laughs) (laughs) He was very upset. He's like, no, we're not selling it. You're not selling it. I don't know what you're talking about. But it's a very dramatic show. And what is his name? I don't want to keep calling him Chase's friend. Parker? Parker, yes. Parker is very dramatic and invited his very recent ex-girlfriend to the lake house and also invited his, I guess she's also a recent ex-girlfriend because she found out that he cheated on her. So she broke up with him like a week before the show started, but he invited both of them to the lake house. What? (laughs) Because the first one he's been dating for four years. And I think she might've been on the Chrisleys like a little bit. Yeah. Um, but they were like off and on for four years and she's always gone to the lake house with them. So he was like, well, I don't want to disinclude her this time because like, these are also her friends and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So he invited her, but then the one that he's dating slash trying to get back with, he wants to invite her because obviously he wants to get back with her. Yeah. But it's stupid because he cheated on Savannah, who's the new girl with the ex-girlfriend who's in the oh. house. So no. there was like lots of fights. The friends got in fights because Parker was fighting with the girls. Like it's a whole mess. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, this is definitely some like young 20 stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to see where I can find how to watch it. The house is massive. Like they show some of the other houses on the lake. Yeah. But that house is massive. <laughs> like, it's huge. It's like three levels. It's wide as fuck. I was like, Everyone could literally just be in a different room and just do their own thing. Yeah. They don't have to hang out if they don't want to. <laughs> um, well, did you hear any other Davi Burt show updates? No. Me either. Okay. No, I was just seeing if you did. <laughs> no, no, I, didn't. I started to look into it last night, but then I fell asleep. I'm going to look on her Instagram right now and see if she's done anything. Well, while you're doing that, I did listen to the Burt show like one segment when I was driving to work the other day because it was it had just come on in my car. And I was like, well, I guess I'll listen to this segment before it goes on commercial before I pull up my podcast to listen to. Um, And they said that Mo has mentioned that he's open to dating again. Yeah, I've heard that he um. There was a segment where, I don't remember what happened. He was, he'd gone on a, a date with a girl, but like didn't want to call it a date for some reason. Um, but then something happened and he was like, oh, I don't know if I want to date anymore now. Oh. Like, if you're being dramatic, just go on a date. Just date girls. It'll be okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm like, might be how do you, how, I'm like, how do you shoot your shot with him? Like, he lives so close to, like, the area he lives in is so close to where we live. But it's, like, well, just, I feel like you can't just go into his DMs because I'm sure he gets so many of them. I don't think he reads all of them. 
Oh my gosh, 222 is my angel number again. Oh, it is 222. I keep Why don't we say times like that? Why don't we just say it's it's 333? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> I see 222 and 444 all the time. Like I'm getting those numbers tattooed on me because I see them mm -hmm. all the time. Those are my angel numbers. I catch all the 1111s. Every time I look at the clock, it's 1111. Yes. All right. Well, do we have any other pop culture news? Um, I don't think so. I think that's it. Okay. I think that's all I know. Um, all right. Well, my phone's about to die anyway, so. You didn't charge your phone for this? Ridiculous. No, I did not. <laughs> we did. Um, all right, guys. So again, your homework is two episodes of the Staircase documentary on Netflix and one episode of I Love You Now Die on HBO Max. <laughs> it sounds so bad. <laughs> so dramatic. Uh, okay. And what do they need to do? They need to rate, review, subscribe, <laughs> share, like, love all of us love us yes yeah. um all right guys we'll be back next week next week next week oh okay <laughs> okay bye bye you're giving yourself a facelift yeah <laughs> you're doing that uh like facial massage stuff yeah baby yeah Look at that skin. It looks like someone's massaging your face. Yeah. <laughs> like somebody else was? Yeah. Like you're getting a facial. That's what all the facial videos look like on Instagram. <laughs> Those people could just be lying to us and using their own hands. <laughs> their phone's on a tripod and they're just like... <laughs> um...